now rocking with One Nation Radio. Welcome to the program. James Boy, Richard Ladder, and a couple friends. With the show for your wrestling needs. Shopping out the rest of the IWC. We gon' tell her how it is. We gon' shoot from the hip. If they putting out trash, we gon' rip from the bits. Make sure that you tweet us and you rate the shows. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Now let's get it on the road. Hey. One Nation Sports. One Nation Sports. One Nation Sports. Welcome to One Nation Radio. And now, here are your hosts, Rich Latta and James Boyd. And thank you for listening. SocialSuperLights.com. BWB, what's up? This man, James Crazy. Welcome to One Nation Radio. Uh, It is the August 17th edition of the show. James, what's going on, man? Not much. What's up, African? (laughs) What's going on with you, brother? This man's ridiculous. You run that, man. All right. Um, yeah, man. It's it's been a uh, it's been. Uh, Do you, you don't remember uh, watching OJ Simpson uh, OJ Man America Thirty for Thirty when he was after he had, you know he had uh, you know pretty much got up when they changed his house. He, he finished no, he finished the trial. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> he, uh, the trial, you know, the verdict came out. And he was free man. And then you know he, all the scorn he dealt with, like being in Brentwood, and now you see, say he reached in, reached back into the black community and started doing some of these talking uh, things with people. Even yes. though he did one of the radio segments, and he went uh, somebody wanted to know it. He went to sit down for the radio stage thing, and the dude that was the host was like, "What's up, African?" Be <laughs> 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 tired. So I didn't hit you with that one though, wow. but it, it's all good though, man. Because uh, we got a lot of things to talk about. SummerSlam's coming oh, yeah. up. It's about to be a good time. So where you want to start off, man? We need to start at the tippity top. Um, oh, you want to go there? Yeah, huh? I want to go right off the bat. Uh, it is August seventeenth today. They announced uh, Alberto Del Rio uh, was suspended for thirty days for a uh, failness of the wellness policy violation. Obviously, we don't know what it is. It is not weed, because they do not suspend for the weed. Apparently, yeah, that makes no sense. They fine for it, and apparently if there's a a subsequent fine, if there's a subsequent failed drug test for weed, they get suspended, which is like, okay. Uh, Like, whatever, whatever. We know it wasn't the weed. And then, you know, Del Rio gets suspended. Obviously, you know, he's had a tumultuous time since he's returned to WWE. He's been paid all this money to essentially get his jets cooled. Um, Then, later on in the day, it came out that Paige got suspended for a wellness policy violation. Uh, Worded exactly the same way. We don't know what it was. Uh, It was not the weed. But... There seems to be this, you know, we got to actually take it back before I go there. The second that Alberto Del Rio and Paige came out as a couple, many on the internet felt a certain way about it. I don't even think it's many on the internet. It was also, you know, given from some of the people that have, you know, uh, so many insider yeah. uh, types and sources said that, you know, they were literally trying to, you know... Separate them. Put a wedge between them, put some, you know, put a put some distance between them, to, you know, that's why they're on different shows, that sort of thing. Uh, why they would like those two not to be together, or why they even care is beyond me, seeing that, like, 
half the company goes with each other? Yeah, it's an essential business. You have these people that are on the road five to six times um, uh, uh, a week out on the road out of so many out of you know seven days out of the week. Don't you and want them to find happiness? Only so many, you know. There's only so many people that are going to be able to find, you know, have that schedule when find. And so it happens that there's a Miss Maurice, there's a Nikki and John, there's a uh, Daniel and Bree, there is a Naomi and whichever Uso that is, um, Jimmy. Yeah, there's Michelle McCool, and you know, the list goes yep. on and on and on. Yep. I mean, we spend and, all day and, doing and this, and it's the history of wrestling. Yeah, uh, it's an it's an business. Yep. In fact, you know, two of the bosses of the business are, you know, Triple H and Stephanie. Yeah. How they're always on the road together. Exactly. Um, and, you know, many were, you know, obviously Paige is more, one of the more beloved women on the internet by, you know, the nerds. And, you know, immediately uh, Alberto was the, he was the object of their ire, you know. Yeah, going back then, popped up from time to time. Yeah, and with this latest suspension, oh, all hell is broken loose. Uh, I've seen everything from from Del Rio is Del Rio's fault, uh, poor Page, all this other stuff, and this is just I just want to say y'all are absolutely fucking ridiculous. I don't want to give uh, these people they shine like that, but I read on a website. Uh, just, read, a, no, just read some of the quotes you see. Okay. Like, some of the most colorful quotes you see. Okay, uh, here is a good one. Uh, there's no way these suspensions are not related. If I was Paige, I would wish, you know, obviously they're related. They're together, you know. Odd timing. Cool, I'll give you that. But I would get the hell away from Del Rio as quickly as possible. He is clearly a bad influence on her and is holding her back from maximizing her potential as a WWE superstar. I didn't know Alberto Del Rio was the booker. I didn't know that Paige was incapable of handling decisions about her own life. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Like, she's, like, she's, I mean, anyone that's heard any of the Jericho podcasts, you know, I'm sure they've got around to Paige at one point. Like, she's, like, she's the type of self, she's the type of self-determined person to go book shows in separate countries when she was, like, 17 and, like, be able to take care of herself just fine. But all of a sudden, like, she, she can't she handle find, herself. She finds a significant other, and, like, she loses her mind, and she's, like, all of a sudden, she's, like, this dependent, like, person. Like, if this were, um, if this were the a situation where it's a man that's 24 and in the business, and he is, uh, involved with a 39-year-old, uh, woman, mm-hmm. no one's talking about, uh, influence. A bad, a bad influence or being influenced because they'll say, oh, you're a man, you're standing on all this stuff. Like, this is blatant sexism to me. Like, I mean, obviously people have, have their own favorites and they wish them to not, you know, to do well and feel like other people have the influence on this sort of thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, or whatever. But for me, it's just, I don't, I want to know what, first off, I want to see what, what happened. What they fell for. What they fell for. Trying to get an idea. Like, the only thing I imagine that is for given that, like, what Del Rio body looked like when he first got here, got back uh, for this second run. HGH. And what he <laughs> lo- looks like now. The only thing I imagine that he well, popped for is, like, the same thing that um, that people think that Reigns got. No, oh, Lesner, Adderall. Um, no, I thought he was on fat. I thought it was fat burners when he got It could on. be the fat burners, but he uh, the the word is uh, Adderall. Adderall. Okay, so you speed hit. So you know, I'm assuming, trying to stay so up. I'm assuming it was diuretics that they got popped for. That's what I'm. That's what I imagine. Like maybe I'm. You know, maybe I'm being like presumptive by assuming that these are the two. Like they both got popped for the same exact things, right? But 
but if they are popping the same exact things, like my first guess would have been weed, but seeing that they don't spin it for weed, I have to go from there to some type of band diuretic. Yeah. Um, I just think, in, and this goes, you know, along with these allegations of Triple H not wanting Del Rio around for much longer. Um, talk about the failure of them to utilize this guy. Like, like what? why did they do this? Okay, so they clearly saw something in him and did even as far back as just, I don't know, nine months ago. Uh, this is a, a one of one. Yeah. Like, this is a guy <laughs> that is, uh, he's, a, he's a Mexican wrestler that, um, that is, how, how tall is he? Six what? He's like six three or six four. Okay, he's like six three, six four, Mexican wrestler. Two thirty. Uh, they love they love going into parts of Texas and California, um, and and even doing some shows in Mexico from time to time. They did what was that like two thousand twelve or was yeah. that two thousand eleven when they two thousand eleven two thousand eleven right? He was champion at the time, right? Yeah, yeah after cashing in. Um, and they've done that with him, and they and they they wanted to do that at that time, and they never put a mask on his face. They gave him some weird, like weird type of gimmick, and you know, if you put him in the main event, like, is it going to be the greatest feud in the world? Maybe, maybe not. Is it going? But he's always came off as a legitimate um, wrestler, you know, legitimate threat um, in his time in WWE. Um, lately, that necessarily that. Even even to me, I don't know, maybe it's my perception, but even like the fact they've given him nothing to do the past since or since uh League of Nations broke up, he's still like I always thought like you put him into the main event or whatever with somebody and he could people take him seriously and watch the matches and you look at what he you know, the match he had with Lesnar Lesnar, um Orton last week on SmackDown, people Didn't seen it this week. People cared. Same thing with Cena this year. If it was the main event, people cared. And to see that like um, we had a discussion on a thread with uh, Sierra. Sierra said the point of maybe they, she, she believes that they paid him a bunch of money because they wanted him back and they felt he was the asset they needed and they was agreed upon that he was a, uh, that he was going to be, you know, pushed pretty well at the beginning and then he was going to be a mid-carder, but if that was what was agreed to, that's not what happened. Like, yeah, he got pushed pretty well at the beginning and then... You got to, he got pushed well the first two nights. And then, and then from there, I mean, you know, the... The wheels fell off. I would off. say that, I would say that the um, things didn't work out because John Cena uh, came back and got injured again um, after he came back from taping the show, but or his TV show. But after that, like the Callisto stuff, like that didn't work out for him. Like that was an unexpected thing. But then, like since that, they put the, they lumped him in the League of Nations with all the foreigners, <laughs> and then they broke up League of Nations. And they never had a few for out the breakup for anybody. Like it lasted like one week, the breakup, and then he pretty much was just like floating on, on just like a he was a place like driftwood. No. Um. And then you know now we're pretty much fast forward up to where we are now with the, the two matches, like past two matches on SmackDown. I just mentioned that's pretty much caught the speed. And that's ten months. Yeah. In the blink of an eye. <clears throat> so, like, given that, like, he clearly has not been a. If the, if the agreement was he was going to be a mid-carder, then that's not... The agreement wasn't upheld on, on their end of the bargain with, with Del Rio. And it's a, it's a good thing, you know, he you know it's not like he was booked for SummerSlam or anything. So, yeah. you know, the suspension comes at a time well, where... Given what, you know, 
given that we don't know about the dates of when they found out that they failed these tests, <laughs> if he were actually in a in a match at SummerSlam, I imagine he would have had the match and they got suspended that Monday. Yeah, given that you know what we just had a couple months ago with Roman, because Roman, Roman had, I'm assuming they found out. Like, when was the date on when they found out about him? All right, he lost the title uh, Sunday, set up the angle on Monday, so he had to. They had to have known about it over the weekend, at least. I imagine so. I mean, it, it, you know, but I'm I'm pretty yeah. sure. I'm pretty sure I heard. I remember. I I heard it. I just don't remember the date, but it was like something fishy, like. They knew they ran him out there to take that L, yep. and then they suspended his ass. So I just want to say to y'all suckers out there coming out there exposing y'all selves on Twitter, stop being stop being little punks and stop being, uh, you know, suckers. I mean, there's some, you know, typical. Out there on Twitter just I mean, saying dumb shit. You know, some of the I stuff. Will, I will quote you and size you. You know, some of the stuff is just outright just ridiculous, and then the other parts is just people just being little bottom haters. So it's. Cup of haters, as they say. Yeah, to, not, to put I'm it to look, to put it in their terms. <laughs> I don't think there's only a couple of them. I think there's a bunch of them. But yeah. like you know, just tip of the mill, just negativities. And I understand. Like it's, it, this ain't this ain't a good mo- a moment for WWE um, that they have two people that are real can be when they want them to be legitimate assets, and now their asses are on TV for a month. Yeah. Um, just the, and, and, the ball and, continues to go down the hill for Paige. And on Paige's birthday, and while Paige is also injured. Yep. Um, so, uh, I guess we can just go to the top, and we'll talk about SummerSlam and some of the feuds and SmackDown and Raw. SmackDown versus Raw since the draft. <laughs> um, SmackDown has run off on the plug with these boys. Uh, it's 3-1 right now, and I don't think anyone expected this. Um, I feel like SmackDown has has jumped out, you know, while Raw doesn't have the cruiserweights. Like, they had to get, like, something going. And this Ziggler thing they got going is really good. This is what I'll say. I would say that the reason why it's th- why most people will say it's 3-1 SmackDown, like, me personally, I probably feel is more closer to 2-2. Two, two. I like the second week, I really liked Raw's, um, the promos on Raw. Mm-hmm. I mean, there weren't many matches, but I really liked the, the promo work that was done by most of the people that night. Um, especially compared to, I think SmackDown back into one of them weeks. Especially compared, yeah, that's the one I'm think I'm yeah. talking about. Especially compared to like this week's Raw, it's kind of like ugh. this might have been one of the worst Raws of the year this week. Um, so I mean, cause they didn't have the mic work to carry. Like if you're gonna have that much, if you're gonna have that much talking on the show, you gotta have some good talking. Mm-hmm. And you know, there's always a variance with that. Uh. I, but you know I, I. I mean, well, I guess we'll always have that uh, that raw. We'll always have that. <laughs> we'll always have that raw with all that you know. Where fatal literally four, anything could happen. Fatal matches, a, a divas title hot shot, a number one contenders match. Like I, I mean, we'll always have that raw. I guess. Yep. Maybe uh, maybe that'll be the thing where that's like they, they'll start doing that every single raw, like. Every like night after uh, pay per view raw, so maybe like you know next Monday we'll be in the. It will be lit. Maybe, maybe maybe. it'll be in Brooklyn for the third night in a row. Uh, So uh, focusing on SmackDown uh, initially, I want to talk about the hottest feud going on there, Mm -hmm. and it's Dean Ambrose versus Dolph Ziggler. These guys are both bringing it on the mic in a phenomenal way. No pun to AJ Styles. 
Dolph Ziggler has essentially rebirthed his career in four weeks. Not even four weeks. Well, I mean, yeah, four weeks, but I mean, like, okay, so when he won um, the six-pack challenge for the title shot. We all rolled our eyes. We all rolled our eyes. So, really, he's done this pretty much in three weeks. And <laughs> three weeks. You know, all it took was that man three weeks and become like he's like I'll show you Vince. Yeah, like, you know. <laughs> he walked in there. Look, if I'm not ready by SummerSlam, Slam, you know, you can fire me. Like I feel like he said some shit like that, and then he went out there and just had this hell of a run. And Ambrose is doing such a great job as it seems like he's carrying the title. Like a guy that's been the champion a lot longer than he has, especially the stuff he said. Like you know, like man, like, I am the, I am the, I am up here. No, the you stuff, know, the, the stuff that was really, uh, I thought was really like he's really, like I'm carrying this business. Like he's really, really been good at co- being very uh, like condescending to Ziggler. So um, he, he mentioned, uh, he mentioned this Thursday or Thursday, jeez, uh, this Tuesday. About pressure, and you know you don't want it bad enough because you don't perform well under pressure, and you don't want it bad enough because you don't know uh, what it's like to you know get to the top, and it's so much harder to be at the top when you got to do all this and that night and night. You know the champion spill that Triple yeah. H would give off or whatever. It's like, bro, you've been champion for like not even hundred days yet. <laughs> like, chill out. I, I get what you're saying. I, I get it. You can talk down to Dolph Ziggler like that, but like... This ain't gonna work when you like feuding with... with Randy Orton. Yeah, with, yeah, with Randy Orton or, uh, you know, AJ or Cena. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah, like somebody older, like, you sound like you're 35 years old, like, when you're really... Is he 35 years old? How old Ambr- is Ambrose? Ambrose is like 31. 31. Yeah. Like, yeah, he... he like Maybe he just, 30. Like, maybe, like, maybe, you know, like, win a couple more, like, pay-per-view matches for four weeks, let's let yeah. you get on the stage Look, Dean like is Dean Ambrose even 500 on pay-per-view yet? No. Yeah. Fuck no. He can win the rest <laughs> of the year and he's still not getting 500 in pay-per-views. Fuck oh, no. man. We went over this pot. We went over this with Simon a couple weeks ago. Yo. What up, Simon? Uh, but Ambrose and Ziggler, uh, and I've never been thrilled by this pairing in the ring because we've seen two of their matches as face versus face in the past year. We saw the uh, tournament uh, match on Raw from the uh, WWE Championship. Yes. Ah. And then earlier this year, and I was just like, it has no heat. But this feud that they're going into has all the heat. I imagine, um, like, I thought that... After he super kicked him, they were gonna, there was gonna be some point where Ziggler was gonna have a match. Like maybe they didn't do this because they had Cena and Del Rio in the main event. But I thought there was gonna be an Ambrose match. Ziggler, um, there's I thought there was gonna be a Ziggler match after, like sometime later after the Ambrose match. Mm-hmm. Ziggler wins somehow. Ambrose comes to the ring and they, start, and they start brawling like the typical Roman the Reigns, apart. Roman Reigns face versus face few. That's the only ones he's ever good at. Where there's also there's also a brawl throughout the ring, all around the ring. He's like, I, okay, he's at a good spot now. But like, but they decide to do it different. Like maybe they'll say that for next month. I don't like, know. Like people are, I'm seeing uh, people say uh, this was Ziggler's Austin three sixteen moment. When he super kicked him? Pretty much, like, yeah. it, with all that, off the promo, like, that shit was like, and Ambrose sold it so well. He, like, looked down and then, bow, you yeah. know, it was just quick. It was, it was, like, quick it, fast. It, was, it, was, it was awfully, re- I wonder where I've seen that before. It's really reminiscent of, like. I'm telling you, bro, ever since he started using the sweet shit music, <laughs> he has been unstoppable out here, <laughs> you know bro. You what he sound like? 
Do you remember the uh, the uh, the NXT uh, video package for the fail for between the women uh, when Sasha won the belt from Charlotte? Nah. Okay, so it was Bailey, Becky, um, Sasha, and Charlotte in mm-hmm. the NXT, and they had a video package, and they were talking about when um, when Becky used to come out there with the uh, <sighs> out there jigging. Yeah, she's jigging and she was talking about when she joined Sasha. He's all like, ever since my change and ever since my change of persona, I've been on fire. Yeah. She said, now she said in the video package, they showed her like the, the clothes gotcha. change. It's like, you know, like, ever since, ever since he started using the sweet, since, ever since he started using the sweet shade music, like he's, he's been yeah. on fire. It's like, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, uh, Cena and AJ Styles, they had their big promo last week. Uh, they got physical this week. Uh, Cena put AJ through the table. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about y'all, but this is the match that I'm looking forward to at SummerSlam. I'll take the two 40-year-old guys. Um, you know, there's also Rollins and Ballard. It's going to be dope. Uh, Ziggler and Ambrose. But for me, Cena and AJ is, is like, if we can get a pure finish, this is a match of the year threat. Because we know what John Cena is capable of on pay-per-view. And we know what AJ Styles is about. Yeah, on paper, they're like the best matchup they have, like, the um, the match of the night. I would, I would put my money on that. Um, you think they've made AJ look too corny during this? Like, or has he done a good job building upon the tropes that Cena's done? That Cena versus insert uh, indie internet fan favorite here. Like, has AJ done a good job spinning that, you know, what they're giving him? I would say after, okay, so there was a point yesterday or last night where he gives the phenomenal elbow, does the mic thing, or he gets on one knee talking trash to Cena, and he gets back in the, and I'm thinking, okay, that's the video package, they're going to put the title, they're going to put the copyright in the corner and go to black. And he walks out, he comes back in, he's going to give him the um, the styles clash. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, it seems unnecessary, but okay. <laughs> and then he goes back up, he catches the A, and I'm like, okay. And then he throws it, the and then he pulls out the, yeah, he puts him, you know, beats him up out the ring, and then puts the steps next to the table and throws his ass through the table. And I'm thinking like, okay, now, if this were, if this were WWE, 50-50 world, I'm thinking like, wow, they, they really just like, they really like sap something out of him. Now, in WWE, but in WWE's 50-50 world, that pretty much like, AJ sort of has to win now, otherwise like, why do all this to like, I'm picking why AJ. Do all, why do all of this, to, like, you gonna have him beat the hell out of this dude, and then, and then like, have him verbally dressing out on the mic, and then and the, the whole entire view started on like you, know, you go through the video you're gonna see the video package at SummerSlam where the whole thing is like you're not you're not built for this stuff and then like you're just gonna beat them. Yeah. So like we'll see if they we'll see if they know what they're doing. Like there's two matches in my opinion. Like two of them to have to go a certain way for them to actually like be able to for it to make any sense. Yes. This this year SummerSlam is our WrestleMania. I think. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm not talking about how good the match. I'm ultimately like the decision on who wins. Like two of them. Like, I personally think oh, we'll get to it, but um, later. But I think like Balor sort of has to win the Universal title now. Mm. Um, another thing about SmackDown has been awesome. Obviously, Daniel Bryan and um, Smack Talk. <laughs> yes. 
Uh, I don't know if you guys are watching Smack Talk, but I would suggest this is the way Smack they're balancing out three hours of content. They won't go a full three hours, but it's like 20 to 25 minutes of like unscripted Daniel Bryan and Renee Young just like talking shit, telling jokes, cussing, or pretending to cuss. And they'll send a superstar in. Like Cena was on there this week with Daniel Bryan and Renee Young. It was great. Uh, we saw Daniel Bryan taking shots, basically going off book. Yeah, uh, three weeks ago, um, or three SmackDowns ago, they did... Uh, Ziggler come out there, then Ziggler and, and Brian are talking about like pretty much like some of the like storylines of booking they had booking. Over, the past, over the past like uh, two years or like how well, like yeah that was, was like yeah you know we had this great idea for the ladder match at WrestleMania and then they decided yeah like let's put four let's put fifty other guys in it like me die yeah. Um, so make sure y'all check out Smack Talk. It is definitely a great supplement, like to the ends. You know, SmackDown ends abruptly, like right at ten. Yeah. Sometimes it's cut it off. Yeah, like, like ain't no fade to black, nothing. You know, like some of the jokes that we've always done about like some of the backstage uh, WWE exclusive stuff is like, yeah, this stuff Vince ain't Vince ain't seen. Like we always joke that Vince, yeah. would, no, there's not a chance Vince would even be watching this. Otherwise, he would lose his mind. Right. Yep. So this is that. So. Oh no! Like this would be something that you would think like there's no way that like, Vince is like actually like coaching this, coaching this. But then you see like like the commercials for talking smack, and then they you know and they actually showed Daniel Bryan talking cash shit, and then when they brought Daniel Bryan on the Raw uh, last week, and that was part of the storyline between the heat the, the heat between him and Foley. It's like yep. wow. So like not only is Vince watching, it's like he's using this. It's like okay, so. If this is the case, you let Daniel Bryan say this, so why won't you let your actual talent that's going to wrestle and make you money do this now? Like, why is it the only person that's really going off and doing this sort of thing? Like, we have Cesaro, and that's like that's pretty much a Cesaro storyline right yeah. now. He's like the guy that's like, I, I don't, I'm in the wrong place. Y'all fucked up. Yeah, um, it's weird. And with Daniel Bryan, you know, could this man be trying to say this ridiculous shit to get released? No. You no. know, you know that man wants to wrestle still. He here's the thing: if he if it was a case like they had him a mic, they let him go on live TV. There's a lot more. He knows better. There's a lot more worse stuff you could do. What are they gonna do? Cut if, his mic. Look, look, if I were him, I'd just start cussing. Fire me. That's my point. Like, <laughs> what are they gonna do? What are they gonna do to him? What are they gonna do? Grab his security to push him to rough him up when yeah. everybody knows he's retired. Can't because put a hand on him. Yeah, like come on, man. What are you gonna like? If he really wanted to be released, so he can go, you know, do whatever. Fine, or you know, I'm sure they're paying him enough money, or he's made enough money over his run for the last uh, two, three years. Like, I'm you never sure, know. I'm pretty sure he could go get him a lawyer and uh, go get like get released if he wanted to. If he really wanted to go that route, go there. Um. Oh, wow. So, uh, <laughs> anything else on, from SmackDown we're talking about? Oh, we can talk about Baron Corbin shoving uh, Callisto up against the wall. Oh, God. That uh, looked quite frightening, and I won't say why, but. Um, American Alpha is looking set to rule the tag team division. Um, the women's division. We need to talk about that briefly. Okay. Um, SmackDown or for Raw? SmackDown. Okay. SmackDown, the SmackDown women division could be anything from great to terrible. There are Sometimes lots of, at the same time. Yes. There are lots of ends of the spectrum. Either you can be watching Carmella do the moonwalk, or you can see Becky Lynch, you know... 
anchor the division as the workhorse, ready to get over Alexa Bliss, ready to wrestle even Maria at the drop of a dime. Or you can see Naomi's like new itch. I love her new entrance. Yes, I saw that. It, the the beat was. I need to look up a song. Like they changed it up. Like she looked like a goddamn star. Tell me, tell me why <laughs> Naomi's new entrance is better than Finn Balor's. Hot take. Tell me, tweet tell, that. Tell me why that. Well, tell me why tweet that. Because think about it. They only been off TV for how, or pretty much been off TV for how long now? At this point, it's been months. It's been months. Like she was last a heel. Yep. Like she showed up on SmackDown. She's like, back. Bro, the crowd reaction for that interest is like, wait, hold on. Like they treated her like she was like, oh my. First off, it's dark. You didn't actually know who it is. <laughs> you didn't see all. You didn't see all of this glow in the dark stuff, and you hear the interest me. You're like, okay. You see the interest, like, okay. And then you see that that um, and then you like, yeah. then you know you need you see certain um, things, and you realize that even in the dark, that that's Naomi. Um, because, you know, she's one-on-one on the, on the women's roster. So, anyway, and you see, like, okay, like, the glow, like the glow stuff and, and, and the grills. Okay, all right, so check her out. And then, I, I'm sorry, like, what do you, what, okay, so she gets in the ring. She, you know, she getting love. I like the gear. Just, yeah. And, okay, and then she's going to fight uh, Eve Marie. Yep. And then Eve Marie is stuck in traffic. So, what Okay, I, I haven't asked you. I have my opinion. What What do you? How do you feel about Eva's? Like, I guess is now her gimmick now. Like, so what? Do, how do you feel about it? The gimmick is that she is a bad wrestler, and people want to see her fall on her face mm-hmm. by denying people the pleasure of seeing her fall on her face. They are making people angry. So, in a sense, it is working. Uh-huh. But you question how long it can continue. Like, or they, obviously they can't do this on SummerSlam. They could. Right. You never know. Uh, I mean, she wrestled WrestleMania. Yeah. Pre show, so I imagine that she'll actually wrestle now. But treating it like kind of fun. What is the goal? Like, that's a, is this to make her a star? I. This is just gonna make people like they already don't want to see her. Okay. What I will say is, um. And I would say I would use the, the. They can't make her the champion. No, no, I don't think that's. I don't think that's actually the intention. I think that she's. I mean, she is basically like part of the comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think in a way, you know, talking about trying to make her star, like you know, you mean star relative to just a WWE star, or do you mean no? Like they want like like build star? the company well, like. Like Eva Marie is 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 on our Mount Rushmore of women. Okay, if that's the case, but Rich, I, I mean, I don't I, I don't know how to break it to you, but like WWE doesn't know how to make stars anymore. <laughs> so like he haven't made a they haven't made a new they haven't made a new star in a decade. So what are we talking about? <laughs> oh, am, am I lying? Have they made it, a they made a mainstream star in the last decade? They've backed into guys like no. Have they made a legitimate mainstream star in the last decade? I guess you can say Batista and Cena are la- are only two they've made in the last Batista two decades. In the last decade, I think people know who Daniel Bryan is. They know who CM Punk is, but they didn't make CM Punk. CM Punk uh, made CM Punk because of that shoot promo, more or less. Pretty that shoot much promo more and that, and that run with the title. Yeah. Okay. So. You, in theory, I would say they've made three and a half stupid. <laughs> three say and a half men. <laughs> three, they've made three and a half. Like, I would say that if that's the case, I would say um, you get partial credit to Batista, but Batista, if she if he wasn't his body type, I don't he would never get those roles for those movies in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. 
Um, he would like it's different from you know looking like The Rock when you were, when he was The Rock in Hollywood getting in there at that time. Like he actually looked like a normal human being. Like Batista, like it was huge. Batista, like his whole thing is like he was in Guardians of the Galaxy because of his body type and his in his height. And then he was the Bond henchman because of like his because of his size again. Um, he played a goon. They didn't talk. They just kicked. He just like really. He looked. He looked good in the suit, and uh, he was in a fly car riding around with like. Look, thing was, I, like he's a badass, intimidating. Look, that, that man. That man got experience wearing the suit. You know, Evolution. <laughs> you know, they was preparing that no, man. No, 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 no. You remember them Evolution suits? Like he actually looked good. Looked like he was a tailor made. It was actually a tailor involved. In, Custom made. Yeah, like, you talk all that stuff about styling and profile, and tell me why those people that like they were actually, like, tell me why they, tell me why Rick couldn't get that man a suit that was tailored. <laughs> Randy Orton looked like he was too young to be wearing them suits. Randy you Orton know what like them suits look like? You know what Randy Orton looked like? For he real? looked like one of the members of the 2003 uh, NBA draft class. No, I wasn't going to say that, because oh. the jacket wasn't that long. I was going to say that he like he had a court date. <laughs> Damn. Because remember, he never ever wanted to wear the jacket, so like he was just there like with, a sh- with the shirt on. Bro, that man and- looked like a reject from Goodfellas with that shirt that went like <laughs> down the middle of the tie. Like, the, watch the, the raw the night only, after only Summer thing Slim. Was it was a gold necklace? Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, we're getting off book. Yes, we uh- are. <laughs> You remember, you remember Triple H, the, like the feathered dry hair with the Lemmy, with the Lemmy from uh, Motorhead, uh, must or not muscle? Like, Absolutely I don't know what the hell that awful. is. Yeah, it the was handlebar. Bad. I guess you call it a handlebar. That thing was bad. Um, the raw stories. We, I want to get into a, a question from Hitesh. What's going on, Hitesh? Um, from the Wrestling Squared Circle Facebook group. Make sure you guys submit your questions and you know keep joining the group. We are growing rapidly. Um, I, he said, I'd like to know if you think Balor can be the face of Raw, which is what WWE rumors are suggesting. And then we'll get to another of his questions after. I don't think he can be the face of Raw simply because he's just not a good enough talker. Now, that haven't stopped them before nope. as far as um, guys that can, you know, that they'll put on top. Now, may, will they put him on top? I'm sure they'll give him an opportunity. But I do not think he is the long-term answer. Um, now, if there's a way that all this stuff starts translating into merch, maybe. He has a shot. We know he can do it in the ring. They've, they've got to come up with something better than just the Demon King, which we heard 43 times on Raw. It's just they like... They went into their branding mode for that oh one. Oh my god, it's like... They went into the branding mode for that one. And, and that's exactly what just makes things uncool. It's just like, yo. Like, we know who he is. Like, like where did this come from? Like, this was, were they doing Demon King when he was in uh, NXT? I, don't I think they might have... They just said the Demon after a while. I believe right. they were... They, meant, they might have mentioned it in the video package like, one I or two times, but... it's too similar to Demon Kane. The, yeah, the Demon King... Kane, yeah. Um, I'm not really sure about him, you know, because he is 35, so they're going to have to, you know, put put it all behind him really fast and have him beat a lot of guys. They've spent a lot of time building up I, I right would, now. I, I mean, I, I mean, obviously you just want me to, to guess. You don't want me to, but I don't really know. I... <clears throat> 
Or I could just say he's a cruiserweight like Ric Flair. He'll never have made anything. But. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, we all know about about that 235, that 245-pound Seth Rollins. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I uh, I don't know. I, I, I would say if they're looking for a face of the show, um, ultimately it's still always going to be Seth. Um, now... I feel like Seth at this point is like he is their security blanket. Like like they keep him a heel, and regardless of if like Roman Reigns craps out or the the craps out, never achieves what they wanted to achieve, or um, the next guy that comes around and they're going to try to work. Like ultimately, they're going to have to go through Seth. To, to do this, um, and Seth is five years younger than Finn Balor. Yeah, and never let's had, not forget and has that. Never, and has never had a solo babyface run, and his babyface run lasted like the only one he ever had lasted like three four, months, four or yeah. three months. Yeah, so uh, I, I don't know. I mean, honestly, if you ask me, who's going to be the face of Raw? I would say, like, about six months from now, like, Roman Reigns will have another shot at He'll this. He'll be back. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, I don't really think that's actually, like, what they're really planning on doing. I think, like, I think they're trying to get, um, I think they're trying to get Finn ready to to be the number two guy. Mm-hmm. Um, number one, I'm not so sure. Uh, I... I I think he just needs more time. I mean, he's only been around. He's only been around for four weeks. So it'll, yeah, it'll t- be very telling. I, I mean, I just think like all the Demon King stuff was just kind of, or like the promo that he did that was packaged where he's like, he pre-recorded this thing <laughs> as that a response was as a response to somebody else's thing that was like clearly taped before. Like, like they they didn't think that one through. Um, it was cool having you know having a client with the paint. I probably would have preferred that if they had saved that for the pay per view, but whatever. Painted up freak. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but we'll see. I, I feel like I feel like this. If they if they really really we'll see if they really believe in in Finn Balor, like everyone has always claimed. Because if they do, I don't see any reason why he shouldn't win the title. Like that. Mm-hmm. Like he, I think he should win the title. They actually want to make that dude and have that man go out there have a feud with Seth for the next. Uh, up until like Survivor Series, if, if need be, um, or whatever. And these feuds on pay per view are going to last a lot longer. Like uh, I want to say, Edge and Batista and Undertaker, they were like circle around each other from like WrestleMania to to like the December pay per view, like <laughs> like back in the day. But um, Rusev and Reigns, we we were talking about Reigns uh, earlier. Reigns is stepping down into the U.S. title ranks. Um, David Shoemaker stole your joke about Rusev. I was listening to his podcast yeah, last week. I heard that. So uh, I, 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 I need that. David, David right. Shoemaker got, to, to get these receipts. That's right. Look, that's all right. I got timestamps. So right. Good. Right. Timestamps. You know, timestamps always tell the truth. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so uh, Photoshop. You would be fabricating screenshots all the time. Uh, so basically, uh, James said Rusev was dressed like uh, the click Shawn Michaels. Every real quick before we get to that, every year, how many 
how many marriages do you think are ruined by fake by fake screenshots every year? <laughs> it, is, it, is the it, number in the thousands or it, is it only it's in the It's akin hundreds? to how many people get sick off of smoking cigarettes, I imagine. <laughs> <laughs> really? That many? Damn. Or just relationships. I, I just, like, I... Okay. Screenshots so ruin your life. Ruin your life. Um, Absolutely. <laughs> um, so, Rooster and Rome Reigns, uh, I'm liking the feud so far. They had a match uh, this Monday for Lana's Honor. Yeah. That was really, really long. And yep. they went into the overrun with it. So, why they went so long? They essentially just gave away the SummerSlam match well, on pay per view. I know what. Do you think that match it. is going? Do you think that match is even going to be as? Do you think that like given how long that match was already? Do you think they would even get that much time at SummerSlam? Because I fuck think. no. Yeah, yeah. So what's about to happen is Russo is about to cheat. Yeah, and yep. something something bad has happened to Roman Reigns. Either he's getting like written off with some type of fake injury, or he's gonna he's gonna pass out off of you know. They could they could literally run back the fast lane twenty fifteen have Rusev kick him in the nuts and then put him in the in the uh, accolade. You know they like rerunning uh, Rusev back to stuff he's already done. So you know this is what they do with oh, him. Man. Um, Rusev has been excellent what, this month. What, uh, what shows Jack Swagger on? Ooh, good question. He's not on Raw, is he? I don't know if he was drafted. He had to be. He was drafted. I think it was Raw. Okay. Guess we'll get that popped off again. Yeah, swagger. Ooh, ouch. Um, Reigns and Rusev. Do we want? Do we want Reigns to just go ahead and just take this U.S. title off him? Um, no. I think that this is a nice spot for. Even though I'd rather him, you know, being a few with Kevin Owens right now, I think it's a good, nice little spot for him for the next ex, you know, next couple months or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, Have him chase it. I mean, you can have him, you know, chase after the bell, maybe not get it, maybe win it, win it, and lose it back, and then you can have him. I think they really need to focus on trying to like get that man to be a part of some type of like. They got to do something cool for him at Survivor Series. Try to he's got to be the captain of Team Raw. Something. Oh no, yeah, they're gonna do that. Aren't they? Team they're Raw probably versus Brandon SmackDown. Rice of, they're bragging rights Survivor Series match. You think? Yeah, I think he's gonna. He's he's a he's a key. He's or excuse me. Uh, he is a shoe in to be the captain for Team Raw, and you know Cena will probably be the captain for Team SmackDown Ugh. if he's back by then, because he's going to be filming that reality show again. Well, when he left at Hell in a Cell last year, what time did he get back before he hurt himself? Oh yeah, it wasn't in the year. He might miss it. Uh, it could be AJ by that time. You never know. Uh, who else? Um, no, Sami Zayn on SummerSlam. By my count, Sami Zayn has been in at least four or five of the best matches in all of WWE this year. Okay, I'm going to go off the top of my head. You're going to talk. You're going to say uh, the back-to-back nights he did, he pulled at WrestleMania weekend. Yep. Right. Match with Nakamura, then the IC title or ladder match. Yep. You're going to say the Fatal Four match with Miz, Kevin Owens, uh, Cesaro, and himself. Yep. What pivot was that? Uh, that was Extreme Rules, I think. Extreme Rules. And then last month's pay-per-view against Kevin Owens. Both Kevin Owens pay-per-view matches. That was a, The first one they had was a four-way. Owens got the win. That was a four-star match. 
Really? Yes. And oh, then, really? Because, I mean, I remember that match, like, I just remember it was right after clean, Enzo got like, hurt. super clean. Yeah, it was right after Enzo got hurt, and they had to go a little bit longer. Ah. And then the match they just had was better than that. I thought it was right, four it and was. a half. Yeah, it was, it, that was, that's definitely a match of your candidate. Like, yeah. and this guy's not on SummerSlam? I have questions. I, I don't know what. I mean. Yeah. Think about it. After the first episode of uh, of, of the new Im- new improved Raw, I thought <laughs> they were going to go with Kevin Owens versus uh, Roman Reigns um, because you know it only made sense. It made sense because they were two. They're you know two of the top guys, and they can you know do great stuff in the ring, and they can have great you know they can have great like heat with beating the hell out of each other and jobbing each other. Yeah. Um. And then you could have had Rusev because he was at that point he was crushing all these low car guys. You have him step up to get the guy that now has like full on certified mid card uh, status now. Shout out to Chris Jericho for that line on Monday too. And then who in the fuck certified (laughs) (laughs) ends? Go ahead. Yeah, it was a great point. Who was certified? You, who certified you? Who the fuck was that? Yeah, so I mean, you say all that, but you, yeah, you, get, you catch my drift. Yeah, so I figured that they could have had, you know, they could have had Rusev and Sami Zayn for like a two month feud or whatever, or a TV feud, just be at each other uh, over the IC belt, and you know, you can call them pathetic and puny and all that other stuff, and build the, you know, the underdog factor that is Sami Zayn. They decided, you know what? Fuck them. Um, never mind. You had one of the best matches of the year, and you're one of the in-ring wrestlers of the year. Um, get like the Red Cross. Like, you just <laughs> kick rocks. Like, yeah. You know. You'll be on Superstars next week, Sammy. Yeah. Um, meanwhile. Uh, I mean, but he did. Uh, but, I mean, he wasn't. He had a good. Who did he have a match with this week? Sheamus. That's right. He had a good Meanwhile, ma- he yeah. had a good match with Sheamus, and then the week before he had a good match with with Seth Rollins. So it's like, okay, you're me- he's a mechanic now. Yeah, like, he's the TV like he's TV not, uh, performer. Now, now that now that Cesaro's out here getting these wins over Sheamus, like, oh, we gotta find us a new, we gotta find new us a, whipping boy, a new a new working boy. It's like we gotta find us a new a new working boy to new, come out here, improved and, working boy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> gotta find a new guy to, to come out here and then plow and plow these fields. Like, damn um, man, like y'all, y'all don't, damn these chains, like, 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 stupid. like <laughs> damn man, like y'all can't ever just like uh, have a dude like all these people that are really good workers. Y'all can't find work for all these dudes. Y'all always gotta be like, yeah, all these workers have, can't find work. All these dudes, like, hey, oh yeah, we'll give this guy a shot. Now it's your turn to go out there and, and take and go out there and have these great matches and take L's. It's, it, 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 I don't understand it. Cesaro versus Sheamus, best of seven. Could we have got Cesaro versus Sami Zayn? I don't want to complain about good oh things. Oh, my God. Yes. I don't want to complain about good things because I like the best of seven thing. But it is Their also... Their match on Raw, uh, like a month or two ago, was really good, too. And they got broke up. Yep. I'm not... T- I don't want to complain about the best of seven thing. You know, it is a way for them to do 50-50 booking and then sure. finally figure something out at the end. Um, and it's a way, you know, it's kind of lazy booking. But... Bro. Um, we're, that's just going to last for like October. The thing is this, if they do a best of seven, think of it like this, they're doing a best of seven, so. And it's starting at SummerSlam. It's starting at SummerSlam, which means they have wrestled twice already. So really. It's it, best of it, nine. It, it, uh, I would say it's best of nine because it's R1 the first two, because uh-huh. they, you know, try to 
killed whatever else. But like, all right, so you know the best of seven. You only you only have one show, so and so this is going to draw on for two pay per views basically. Like how I I, I yeah okay. like this is going to go through two, two pay per views and into like oh like the second raw after like two raws after pay per view. I just don't feel free see to point. sub in Sami Zayn at any time for Sheamus. Um, <laughs> uh, off book. Uh, now we've kind of pretty much covered Raw and SmackDown. I think. Um, oh yeah, we actually got to talk about oh, a couple other things. Uh, yeah. Austin and Ambrose. They had a podcast. Did you end up watching that? Uh, no, that is in the queue. Okay. Um, Austin and Ambrose. Dean Ambrose gave a very kind of guarded interview. Stone Cold Steve Austin was prying him and prodding him and basically gave an interview that looked like he pulled up a Wikipedia page and just started asking Ambrose about stuff. Ambrose was calling him on it. CZ, at, CZW, how'd that go? Asking, <laughs> he, he, was, he was asking him where he got his information. Uh, there was, there really? was some, Yeah, there were some tense moments. Ambrose cut a, a fake promo on Austin. What did he say? Like, he was acting like he was building up a match at the fairgrounds or something. He's like, you know, how I would do it, like, against you. And then he went into full character mode. And then Austin just kind of looked at him like, I see what you tried to do. Like, you know, it was it was interesting. And okay. then towards the end, it just looked like he was like, he wanted, he challenged Dean Ambrose to... I heard about this part. Yes, to basically turn up the fire on this character. Turn up the fire. You um, need to break some. You need to start breaking push some the rules. Edge. Push, push the envelope. Push the you envelope. Push the envelope. Uh, you're and resting it, on your laurels. It, I just want to know what the fuck Stone Cold and Steve Austin has been watching. And then Gene was like, "Bro, I've tried." He's like, "You don't understand. I've tried." And, like, and like, I'm I'm offended that you asked me that because yeah. I feel like I, I think, feel like he wanted to say I'm offended because you Austin should be smarter enough to know how this company works. Yeah, this, this right ain't, now this, this ain't. This ain't twenty years ago. Right. You, this ain't twenty years ago at all. Like this is a lot more of a corporate structure. Also, another part, like the well, thing, I'm the world champion. The I'm out here wrestling like, twice in a well, night. Look, then you would, turned up my look, ass. Look, apparently, you Wikipedia'd <laughs> me. So like, you seen me in CZW. You don't seen my movies. Like you know, you know, if the envelope will be will be shoved down your throat if I could. Like get out of here. <laughs> Oh, like, look, I've I've seen a video before before he actually even got to WWE before he actually got to the main roster. I saw a video of Moxley backyard wrestling where somebody took like um like a handheld saw, a handheld power saw, and 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 um and gigged him on his forehead like probably like an inch deep or or however deep, and that man started like. <laughs> and now I understand why that man's hair look, like hairline looks like it does. That man yeah. been doing damage up there. Yeah. So like you don't want somebody pushing the envelope. Um, That's the wrong I, guy. I suggest I suggest you pick up newspaper. Old ass nigga. I suggest you people know it, like the Robert. Yeah, Robert Ory. Ory. Yeah. yeah, I suggest you read the paper or something. Yeah, like. like if you ain't know, your ass better call somebody. Yeah. Um, on that one, definitely. Uh, yeah. It it, it just looked it looked like uh there was it was just very tense and, and yeah. awkward. Yep. Um, I think Dean Ambrose like. Is phenomenal at this point, um, and I wasn't always like as sold on Ambrose as everyone else was, but right now Ambrose has a lot of stock with Rich Latta right now. Yes, I just referred to myself in third person. Do some um, Brock Lesnar and Randy Orton. We forgot to talk about I those guys. I was actually gonna bring them up. Yeah, we haven't. Um, the video package, the burial of the entire roster, oh, yeah. by Paul Heyman and Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Your take on this, James? I mean, I don't know if it's that they're trying to, you know, 
because of the suspension thing, they feel like they need to turn Brock, like, towards the middle or not. But, like, if, if you know, if this were New Japan, mm-hmm. right, these aren't just two, this wouldn't be, like, a situation where these are just two individual uh, faces or whatever. Like, that dude's clearly, like, the batter guy of the two and, like, we're just back. So, Speaking of New Japan, shout out to Kenny Omega. Who's probably the biggest star in the world right now? In the world, <laughs> like you know, if it was, the, if, if wrestling was like it was platonic, that man's like number one right now in the world. <laughs> yes, number one in the world. Yes, he's 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 really yes. In the world. He's bigger than Cristiano Ronaldo or Neymar. No, I'm talking right. about wrestling. Oh, okay, you know? okay, biggest guy in the wrestling world. All right, yeah, go ahead. I mean, I mean, you got to see the last two G one matches. This is what I'll say. That may be true, but like I, I saw Rock wrestle at WrestleMania, so I don't know how like how true that is about being the greatest in the world. But that man, man. Just, that man just had a movie just. <laughs> like that man hotter like Omega is hotter than the sun right now. Look, that man just had some movie make a hundred million dollars. Did, did, did Kenny Omega or Akata or or Tanahashi do any of that? We we talking about two different things. Oh, okay. All right, you but know you, you talking know, about uh, you, you know what you got, you have a point. I just, I just you know. Yeah. Don't, don't be sleeping on the rock. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, all right. Don't, don't, be sleeping, don't be sleeping on people's champ, all right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, about the Orton and Lesnar, you said him turning to the middle. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I, you know, some of the stuff with, you know, these guys, you know, like, you know, Orton's not a star. I'm I'm a super, you say I'm a... I'm, I'm a, a superstar. I'm Orton's a mega, star. You say I'm a mega, I'm a mega superstar, and Orton's just a star... You know, he's just a guy, like the rest of the guys in the locker room. And then, uh, after that, Heyman comes behind him and um, it says something, you know, we're buried up the rest of the locker room as well. It's like, damn, man, like, hey, like, I don't know if, that's, if that was on purpose or intentional to make you not like him or not, but it's like, damn, man, like, given what we know about, or given what we've been led to believe about, what happened to WrestleMania with him and Ambrose? And forgot like, to talk about that too. It's just yeah. like, damn, man! Like, are y'all trying to turn us on, like, bro? Are y'all, like, are y'all? Are, is that was are y'all doing this on purpose, or is he just like, or is he just I don't care? Mm-hmm. I mean, because if you, I mean, either way, that's it's cool. But like, I would like to know. I mean, it's not. I mean, I'm still gonna go. I'm still gonna pay the watch Brock Lesnar, uh, you know, suplex dudes around. Yeah. But I would like to know if like if that was intentional or not. Because if it was a tissue, I think it's kind of it was subtle and it was nuanced, and I think it was I think it was smart, but and maybe that can have him go back to being like kind of like the earlier hill before he like demolished Cena at WrestleMania 2014. Mm-hmm. Maybe or it could, maybe he can or Summer yeah. yeah, 14. Maybe he could be more like how he was when he was fighting like CM Punk or fighting uh, or fighting Cena or fighting Triple H, right? Like. Those matches are more entertaining. Those, those are the matches you want to see more than the ones that we're getting now, where you just like dropping dudes on their necks and heads and shoulders all the time. Well, I don't know if it's so, so much a hot take or a bold prediction. Randy Orton is going to win. Hmm. Uh, I really feel like they're gonna they're gonna let Randy Orton win this match. So, I don't know why. I have a question. I just it's just something I feel like is going to happen. I have a question. So, like Lesnar at this point, there's a reason. Has Lesnar's lost one match and he did not take the pin in it since the streak? 
Well, since I was gonna say well, uh, 2013, well, the cage. I was gonna say since the deal he since his deal. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Since his new deal, like he lost the match. He got um, like he clearly beat Undertaker. Undertaker tapped out. The ref ain't see it. And then he, you know, caught caught the yeah, you know, got kicked in the dick and then tombstone. So <laughs> or actually, no, he actually got choked down. He actually passed out. Actually. I forgot about it. he. They did all that too, you know. So that's the last time he lost. So, do you think with his new deal, seeing that like you know he can't be fined for one suspension, even though like that wasn't a WWE test? Mm-hmm. Um, do you think he also has like a? I'm not, I, I ain't losing nobody. Not like under no, <laughs> under no, under well, no legitimate means am I, am, I, am I losing anybody. So you're asking, does, Don't does do he? It. I wasn't talking about that. I was not, he's still, so go ahead. So go ahead. Yeah, you're going to let me get my joke. Go ahead. Look, so you're asking, does he have the Bill Goldberg clause in his contract? What's the Bill Goldberg clause, Rich? You know, it, it, as the story goes, because, you know, um, it was in Booker T's book. Basically, uh, Bill Goldberg. You know, is it had to allege when he re-signed his contract with WCW management? He's like, you know, the only person I put over is God. <laughs> Which, if that's true, is the all-time greatest. Like, I'm not losing to nobody line I've ever heard in my life. Oh, Shawn Michaels, I do not lay down, or I lay down for absolutely no one. Doesn't hold a fucking candle to <laughs> the only person I put over is God. I'm just saying, like, so so does Lesnar have the only person I put over? I'm saying, given that what, (laughs) given you know what some of the stuff of the amount of the dates, the appearances, the matches number, uh, the amount of money he's making per, uh, the fact that he could go out and do some leave WWE and actually have a real fight, given what was on the line if he had lost, Mm -hmm. um, like. Given the fact that he can't be suspended or fined for 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 whatever, like, do you think there's a do you think there's a creative clause in this thing where like, look, I ain't losing unless like you got a good ass reason why I lost, like I like I got I, jobbed. I actually I don't think there's one. I think they just treat Brock differently, like they always have. They actually treat him like the superstar that they actually yep. playing out. Gotcha. Yeah. Right. But I don't believe there's a cause because you know. I feel like they just flipped the switch and, and made him beat The Undertaker. So it was just like, I assume Brock, like when he first heard about that, was like, okay, I'm going to put Taker over at WrestleMania. I'm not beating him. And then they told him to play, and it was like, oh, like, <laughs> it's some, I take it like some shit like that. Like, if it's not The Undertaker, I'm probably going to win. Like, that's just how it's mm-hmm. been with him. Um, But, bold prediction, Randy Orton, RKO, yeah, or Triple H. RKO out of nowhere. Flash victory, and right. people wonder what the hell is, is. I think there's more to gain for Orton. Over or under four and a half combined RKOs and F5s. I think uh, I'll take four. Uh, so I'll take the under. Okay. There will be a ton of German suplexes, though. Oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> So I think that will nullify the amount of uh, F5s like, and RKOs. I was always so hesitant of like how many times he actually get, you gonna let this dude get dumped on his head or come back from all this neck and shoulder stuff. And then to see him wrestle, like come back and immediately start wrestling, it's like, oh, he's going to get dumped on his head a million times. That's definitely going to Bow. Happen. Definitely. 
Um, we went to an NXT house show last week. Had a great time. Shout us out to Jeremy who tipped us off to the show. James, what did you think of the whole thing? That was your second NXT house show? Third? Third. We had Nakamura in the building. That was yeah. the first time I saw him live. I lost my goddamn mind. Yeah, I mean, it was it was a, this was the um, best lineup of matches that we that we've had ever since i gone there. Um, I would say, I mean, there's really I had a really good time. The only drawback was no Bailey, but I mean, you know, yeah, I thought she was going to be there. You, can't, you know, you can't get you know you know can't get everything, I guess. <laughs> you know, so, no Oscar either. Oh, yeah, that too. Yeah, that's yeah. right. But we did get Ember Moon. We did see Ember Moon yes. in that top rope stunner. Yeah, and we also got Billy Kay dressed in, um... <laughs> well, uh... She looked like she was in one of those movies. Um, what movies you ask? A film star, or, or a film actress, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I... Yeah, if you don't know, you yeah. know, get to know. Um, Mandy Rose was wrestling, mm-hmm. vastly improved, and she's like, I believe she made her NXT uh, TV debut tonight, if I'm not mistaken. Ah. Um, and she's she's gonna be a problem, a force to be reckoned with. Okay, so Patrick Clark, give us going oh. to be very good. Yeah, he had yeah. a match with Austin Aries, like, and it was like three and a quarter stars. Um, I say the crowd was a little confused on who to cheer for. You know, huh. they, they weren't sure about cheering for the black guy, but you know, <coughs> no, this goes. Okay, so wow, so, uh, so what do you think about this lineup going into NXT? No, uh, take over Brooklyn. Yeah, it is not as hot as last year, and well, I, yeah, I'm yeah. kind of having. I don't. I'm trying to figure it out. Um, they've got Bobby Roode coming in facing Andrade Cien Almas, who we Ooh. also saw. Uh, the glorious Bobby Roode. Oh, okay. He is facing Andrade Cien Almas, whose name is a handful. Uh, I think they should have said Say stuck, that again? Yeah, Andrade Cien Almas. Okay. Yeah. Uh, if he gets the main roster, that man is going to be Almas. Or Cien. Like, yeah, Cien out there. Or Andrade. That's why I call that man Andrade. That's it. Um, and it's like Giannis Antetokounmpo when he comes to goes to Minnesota. <laughs> but it's like A N, but no one's gonna say no, Andrade. Like no like, one's gonna say like, that. Like, oh, you can, what's, what's your name? Huh? Uh, 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 okay, you're, you're, yeah, 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 yeah. We'll come up with we'll come up with your name for you yeah. since you want to be since your name is a jerk. Like we ain't dealing with this. Like, right now they've got Samoa Joe versus Nakamura. Um. I'm not the biggest Mojo guy, never really have been, but he's he's a good heel champion. He looks like a badass. This match, they are going to kick the shit out of each other, I, and it's going to be stiff, I, like I, strong style. I okay, so I'm super late to the Joe party. Um, I never watched any Ring of Honor, never watched any uh, NX, any TNA. Um. I've seen, uh, I mean, I've, 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 I've seen him talk on, like, you know, different places here, there on YouTube and different videos, whatever, and I've seen some of his work on NXT, and I personally, like, like his work on NXT, like, even with the stuff he did with Baron Corbin, um, I enjoyed, I've enjoyed, uh, the matches he's had with, with Balor, mm-hmm. um, on TakeOver, 
uh, especially uh, uh, what's the one where you start bleeding? Dallas. Out Dallas. Yeah, that's right. For Dallas, you start bleeding out. Like I thought that was a really good match, and the color added to it, and then the re- like that, like that would have been the match tonight if not for the rest fucking that up with trying to stop the f- trying to stop the blood a million times. So just getting Vaseline, just throwing it in there, and getting the fuck out of the way. Yeah. But. Uh, yeah, I I think there's gonna I think they're gonna have a great match. Like they could potentially have the best match in Brooklyn. Now the same thing be, same thing can be said for for Bailey and Oscar. We'll, we'll see though. I mean, because I mean, by all accounts, I'm, I'm pretty sure most people feel that this is Bailey's send off, right? So I would think so. If that's the case, then look out. Then they're gonna be real sad when she lose. Yeah, I mean, people people remember. Like they, they, booed, they booed Oscar yeah, when, like, when she lost. Yeah, like, so. bro, like you can't. Like it was all good with Oscar up until that Oscar was getting beloved. But you come out here fucking with Bailey, like it ain't gonna be good for you. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> you know, it happens when you you know. Look, we've seen it before. You beat up the top baby face in the company. People ain't too fond of that. Like, I mean, I don't mean baby top baby. I mean like where the the way the company position. I mean like the people's favorite. Like yeah. people, don't, people enjoy that. Look, I mean, look, like bro, remember, look, look okay. what's happened to Roman Reigns' career because he won the Royal Rumble instead of Daniel Bryan. Yep. It's, a, it's a real thing. Like I remember around the time Sami Zayn and uh, Neville were feuding the NAC, people was, was was backing away and booing Neville, like yeah. because it was like, yo, we are here for Sami Zayn. Like yeah. you in the way, bro. You, in the you way. are in the way, so you need to move around, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but aside, uh. And I believe uh, that is spelled in the Pimp C, uh, you know, dialect S A A A A A A H. I thought you were going to start saying that you spell it like in some in some ridiculous way, like how Enzo can spell salt. No, I was like S A W T H salt. I was like, oh god damn it, god damn it. Oh man. Um, I think the revival and Chambo and Gargano are going to be facing Gargano are going to be facing each other and look out they're going to be a threat to steal the show. Who is uh, Noah Jose? Austin uh, Aries. Ah, that's right, that's right, that's right. So we'll see. I think Austin Aries may have lost a step, but he's almost forty. I mean, hey, can't be great forever. Like you can be good, but you know it's hard to just be this motherfucker you were when you were like twenty-seven or thirty. At 40. Um, so, it, it, it'll be a good show. We'll see. Um, the big matches really have to deliver on this one. Um, because there's not a ton. Like, American Alpha's gone. Uh, Corbin's gone. Cruz's gone. Like, it's just, they're re- replacing a lot of the mainstays that were there for a long time. You, you don't think they can rely on Bull Dipsy? He's gone. I know. Bitch, you know. But, but the joke is still there. Is, you know, Mojo Raleigh is gone. Maybe. You know, uh, yeah, Carmella is gone. Yeah, you know. Sure is. Big Cass and Enzo gone. Um, did you hear the news about Shawn Michaels? Somebody being a trainer? Yes. He's going to be a trainer in NXT and he's taking over the class from uh, Terry Taylor, who was the Red Rooster. So, I would say that's a massive improvement. Uh, if you were an NXT guy, you could you could squarely hit Terry Taylor with, so what the fuck have you ever drawn? Like, <laughs> so, well, my, my question is, I mean, you know, that doesn't, I mean, it's not a fair thing. Yes, like, that's, that's not exactly even, fair. It, yeah, but. like, okay, so, 
the Shawn Michaels Academy. Yep. Right. How many people were in place with Sean when he made that, and how much of it was actually Sean's hard work and instructing? There was another guy there named Rudy Boy Fernandez, I believe. Okay. The guys, everyone that ever came out of there was made something of themselves in the wrestling business. And I believe it was only a couple, a handful of guys. Like, you know, Daniel Bryan, Brian Kendrick, Lance Cade, a few others. But to have Sean at NXT now completely, you know, in full, I want to give back to the business mode. Triple H is his best friend running NXT. No, what I mean is, like, do we know for sure that he's at, besides just the fact that we have Daniel Bryan, Brian Kendrick, um, like, do we know for a fact that he's actually a good instructor, or was he, or did he hire people that were really good that were instructors while he was, Not like, sure. while he was, you know, like, you know, still going through his demons, Problems. if you will. Yeah, yeah. Hey, so technically, like, you know, how this family tree thing is supposed to work according to these Rockefeller t-shirts. Since, you know, it was like Shawn Michaels right here, right? Uh-huh. You know where I'm going with this, right? No, I don't. Go okay, ahead, so Shawn Michaels w- was a trainer, you know. The, uh-huh. the basically, the, the seed where where the tree would, would grow, uh-huh. you know. And he had Daniel Bryan and Brian Kendrick, you yeah. know, right there. And, you know, they're both, you know, Daniel Bryan has trained his fair share of guys. Right. You know, and Brian Kendrick is also a famous trainer. And he trained Eve Marie. Marie. Yeah. (laughs) So, you know, Eve Marie is, you know, she's two degrees separated from Shawn Michaels. Yeah. I don't know if y'all ever really thought about it like that. If we're following the Rockefeller (laughs) t-shirt... Family tree line, and yes, that by that by that form of logic, that was also dictated. They're also yeah. Descendant. Shawn Michaels, even Marie, direct yeah. descendant, direct descendant. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. What, what was your favorite? What was your favorite like poor use of the tr- of the family tree line? Oh my gosh. Uh, thing. Oh, that was horrible. You know, what my favorite one was I, I already mentioned. Yeah, I like how did one. how did commenting upon on the Jay Z family how, tree? How do you go from the line is? Jay Z, Biggs, and Dame to Kanye West to good the good music lineup, and then and then comments on the good music lineup way below here when like comments was out here out here killing out here setting fire to the West Coast connection in like in like what was it ninety five yeah ninety five before reason like even fucking came out like what yeah. are you talking about? My favorite one might have been Biggs directly going to Kanye because it's well known that Kanye was with like. It was Dame that brought Kanye in. I think I think what they were really trying to show was like the line was like okay, the people on the second tier mm-hmm. like the like dip like Rockefeller. I'm sorry, Rockefeller like like Kanye, uh, State Property and Dipset were all like Cameron. the kids of the of, yeah. of the three parents that are Dame, right. uh, Jay and, and Big or whatever and but they did but the lineup was like they, so it made it look like they don't accent like that's not the direct No, no, like, it it came right down like there on the hill. You think but purposely? I think I, I thought know. it was I thought it was just off on it. I thought that was like look like they had to give Big something. That's what I th- that's what I thought it was because you know Big ain't never wanted to be famous. Yeah, he's just out the way. You big, know. big is big Curry 
look, Big was my kind of person. Like, <laughs> try, I'm here for all this cash. I don't want no parts of the other stuff. Like, That's if y'all funny. even know what I look like, that'd be perfectly fine too. That's funny. Oh man, um, let's see. Uh... Trying to think what else is resolution. I think that's all we got. We are talking might about rock and follow yeah, right, right, yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, uh, the women. Sasha Banks versus Charlotte. Holy shit, we didn't do that. Yeah. Oh, uh, we could just uh, SummerSlam picks real quick. Okay. So I will. Oh, no, no, I'll no. pull up the card and then we'll rapid fire these because yeah, we we're did. getting oh, a little you late. Know, they, ha- they put that match in like the spot of death like, um the other night. Yeah. Um. It was hard. It was hard. It was not a good up. match. It was like it was Charlotte versus versus Leisha Fox, and that match was not good. Yeah. So okay. So we'll start from the bottom. We got our six woman tag team match: uh, Carmella, Becky Lynch, Naomi versus Natalia, Natalia, Eva Marie, and Alexa Bliss. Quite a pairing. Faces. Same here. Uh, Cesaro and Sheamus first match in the best of seven series. I'm taking Sheamus. Yeah. And see, lost them first two. Yep. You know, he got to get this, this win back. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe he will get out to a 3-1 lead and Cesaro will come charging remember, back. Remember how he beat uh, he beat Orton to give him back-to-back bro kicks at SummerSlam last year? Yes. First Didn't they open, that, they open, open the show? Open the yeah, show. Yeah, and that set us up. He's probably going to open the show and again. That, and that set up also on the wrong foot, so there you go. Dude, Literally. Do it again. Yeah. Um, the, see what you did there. Yeah. The Miz... Will be taking on Apollo Cruz and defending the Intercontinental Championship. I'm going to take the Miz. Same here. Uh, no reason to really give Cruz a belt that fast. We, we really don't know anything him about him. They got to build him for. Yeah. Got to have him go after some like he better off like losing through shenanigans and then like getting chasing, a rematch, chasing the rematch, losing again, and then like being off to fight in the mid card wilderness and SmackDown and then figuring out from there. Uh, we've got Enzo Amore and Big Cass versus Chris Jericho and Kevin Owens. They are in Brooklyn. So, I'm... Canadians. Now, is that a pick with your heart or with your head? Canadians. Yeah. Canadians. All right. How many times... Bro, what's the, what's the rule in WWE? We go to your yeah. hometown and we beat you. Yeah, like, that's true. That's true. Yeah, like, and, and they whooped their ass in, that, in Brooklyn before. It ain't got to be your hometown. It's got to be perceived as your day and they come out there and beat you. That's funny. And by your day, I mean, oh, let's go beat up all the black guys on Martin Luther King Day. That's yeah, I, I remember mean. that. Yeah, that was yeah, that was kind of... That, like, come on, man. Um, Yeah, maybe... Uh, it's a national holiday. Let's beat, the, let's beat all those black guys. Let's beat all the black guys. What uh, I, I, I'm going to think Big Cass pins Chris Jericho. For some reason, um, oh, man. Enzo, look as long as Enzo Amore, Enzo, Enzo, I would love to see a as, pop-up powerbomb on. As long as Enzo Amore is in a wrestling match, I'm assuming he is there to take the pin at all times. So <laughs> I am going to pick him too. It's okay. Oh, so we got the tag team championships: the New Day, Kofi and Xavier Woods. No Big E. Um, not sure if he'll be back for the SummerSlam match against the Club. I'm thinking title change here. Um, I, I think Biggie makes a save at the end of job out, and they continue, and they like lose it like next month or something. Mm. Um, we've got Sasha Banks and Charlotte for the women's championship. I'm gonna go ahead and take Sasha Banks because we just getting this thing started, and ain't no reason to break it up. Okay, so if yeah, I think they wrestled two more pay per views. So yeah, and I think Charlotte. I think I'm sorry. I think Sasha just retains the rest of the way through. Like, maybe there's something. Uh, 
This yeah, card is yeah. without a doubt better than WrestleMania. Yeah, I Ooh. would say. I mean, <laughs> look, we thought WrestleMania would be really good on paper, so we'll see. I uh, so I yeah, I, I would say that Sasha retains. Uh, we've got Rusev versus Roman Reigns. I've got Rusev. Dirty. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't see an extended title run for with the U.S. title for. And again, they have B. Roman Reigns on two pay per views straight. Yeah, they, I don't think they can really afford to do that. Um, maybe is it? Maybe they do a disqualification. Yeah, I think that's how. Yeah, they're not gonna be. Bruce may be no Roman Reigns clean. Come on now. Uh, we got John Cena and AJ Styles. Um, I've got AJ winning. Uh, Cena is probably gonna be absent at some point in the near future. Um, the way this whole storyline is built up, this would be one of those times people will be looking at Cena kind of crazy if he wins, which always increases the chance of him winning. <laughs> I'll, I'll give say that. It's like a SummerSlam when he end up burying the Nexus. <laughs> Yeah, those guys. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and take AJ Styles to add to his stellar pay-per-view resume like, this year. Think, like, think about good guy Cena, right? Like, he's about how great of a guy he is, and then, like, he's such a great guy that he made a bad call on that match, even though, like, Edge and Christian told him yeah, not to do it. no fucking and, sense. And then, and then, and then right after Edge and Jericho. And then right, I'm sorry, yeah, I'm going to say Edge and Christian. Or Edge and Jericho, same difference. And then, <laughs> they all Canadians, whatever. They all blonde Canadians. So, anyway, so... After they said, like, we should do that, he gets out, he comes back from behind the curtains, like, you know what, y'all was right. Like, motherfucker. Yeah, of like, course we was right. <laughs> oh, this experience we got, look. Like, bitch, how long has Jericho been in the business by then? Jericho was, in, was like, wrestling for literally 20 years, years yeah, by then. Like, at least 15 years by that point in time. Edge was wrestling, like, yeah, it was like 35 years of wrestling experience. Yeah, yeah, there was right. Dumb motherfucker, like. <laughs> Alright, uh, we've got uh, Dean Bro, Ambrose. He beat the young um, cutter dudes. With, with Bret Hart who couldn't take no bumps. Yes. <laughs> on his squad. Like, what yes. fuck? Yes. And what, what, wasn't he down like 3-1? He was down 2-1. You sure it was 2-1? I think it was 2-1. Because then he like didn't he get Slater out of there super quick and then beat another dude? And it might have been. I'd, I'd have to watch. It was something ridiculous where it was like, it was at least... We, we, we can pull that up after the show. Yeah. Um, We've got Dean Ambrose versus Dolph Ziggler in WWE Championship match. How did that even come out of my mouth? Um, I am... <coughs> I really don't know. I am split. Uh, I think Dean Ambrose retains. Uh, simply because in, in Z- it leads to Ziggler turning. Because the he, the pressure gets to him. And, you know, as this thing keeps going, Ziggler has to... I feel like for this to get more exciting, simply this is level one of it. It makes sense for the champion to retain, and if Ziggler is really as eaten up as they say he is about you know trying to become the champion, this will he will t- take drastic measures to make sure this thing continues and he gets his shot. You feel like this is Austin seventeen or WrestleMania seventeen thing where he's like for telling you like well, it ain't I, never over. Like I gotta, I gotta make sure like, like not, I, I don't do over. anything. I don't do anything to hold on to this belt or whatever. Look, not by a long shot. Like <laughs> like uh, with, with Austin and Bret Hart, you know he hasn't seen the last of this man. Like <laughs> like some shit like that. And, okay. And, um. We got Finn Balor versus Seth Rollins. Did you did you I'm, pick make a pick on Ambrose Ziggler? Actually? I'm gonna say Ambrose. 
Okay. I don't think we're going to win so bad at this point. I can't believe this. I can't yeah. believe that I want this man to be the top, you know. Look, he's going to be the top champion, right, for like five minutes until, for like 15 minutes until they make the United, the universal yeah. champion. But, like, just to say that he he, he did it, like, I would, yeah. I would like to... I would like to see that. Oh, man. Uh, we got Finn Balor and Seth Rollins for the WWE Universal Championship. Yes or no, will the Universal Championship look better than the WWE World Championship? Because I love the current title belt. I like the I like the title we have now. Um, I you know I have you know childhood nostalgic biases towards the towards the Gold Eagle belt and the Big Gold belt, but. Mm-hmm. Um, those are the I, real champions. I would say this. Out of all the ones that WWE and WCW ever had or remain title belts, I feel like this is the I feel like this is the third best one. I believe that the the goal I believe that this the, the best thing we had since them. Yeah, I believe yeah. that if I was to rank them, I would say that um the big gold belt would be one, the gold eagle belt would be two, um, if this would be ahead of uh the Austin Circular one that they made and I just yeah. And then even yeah, so I'll say this be the number three belt overall. So I, yeah, that's a, that's a real hard thing to, that's a real hard thing to top. They make better title belts than what they've been making, because um, yeah. they, they made some that are I and some that are actually good. Like the circular belt, the circular belt was the circular eagle belt was cool, but I just wasn't. I just loved the old the one. The, it's the Bret Hart belt. I can't. Yeah, I can't, the Bret Hart I, belt. Yeah, yeah, I can't just yeah. Uh, so. I'm, I'm gonna say no. It's just too difficult. Like the I bar, agree. they 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 really outdid themselves with this last belt that yeah, they've only had around for two years, and now they're gonna yeah. bury. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're gonna they're gonna send it off to SmackDown and hope the prestige stays intact. Yeah. Okay. Um, in the main event, I'm thinking is gonna be Brock Lesnar versus Randy Orton. I've kind of spoiled it myself. I'm I'm gonna go out on a limb and predict an upset. Here, uh, Randy Orton just he needs something going forward. Um, Lesnar's Lesnar, you Lesnar's Lesnar. Yeah, you can <laughs> you know. I think WWE may try to send him some type of message here that he's not bigger than the company. I mean, but but Rich, what if he shoots? <laughs> <laughs> that is always the threat in a Brock match. What if he shoots? Um, the only you know guy we wouldn't have to worry about that if it was Brock Lesnar versus Danny Hodge or something like that. So I, I wouldn't be worried about uh, Lesnar trying to shoot. Uh, I'm I'm taking Orton. I I don't have any reason to except they may try to send Brock a message like we're the ones in charge. I'm going to say um... since they're doing crazy shit all this month. I... <laughs> Why not? I'm going to say Lesnar, uh, and I'm also going to predict uh, Bray Wyatt running in the middle of the match. Well. <laughs> yeah, he is not on the card. He's, he's, he won, he's on the card, and you can see the interaction that happened between those two at SmackDown. Yeah. Yeah, fu- shenanigans or fuckery is, well, is, oh, in, is in the working, so I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Brock, I'm going to go with, with, uh, Bray Wyatt ruins another great main event match at a pay-per-view and will lead to an ultimately unsatisfying... Uh, the old feud. Unsatisfying feud that people will say that 
he's not getting his proper shine, even though this is going to be my number two feud for the next couple months on the, on the these Holy shit. Cards. Yeah, so, it's going to be yeah, Orton yeah. versus Wyatt for like yep. the next Tool Survivor Series, yep. probably. Yep, 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 <laughs> yep, yep. Oh, man. I hope Dean Ambrose, AJ, and Dolph turn into a three-way without Cena around. That will, um, yeah, that, that seems like the that seems like the thing that we'll go with. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much going to be the show this week. We went a little bit long, but hey, that was the makeup for last week. Um, make sure you guys keep checking out the Wrestling Squared Circle on Facebook. Group is growing rapidly by the day. Uh, 400 degrees, James. You, you put the yeah. album cover in there. Over, we over over 400. Yeah, we get the five, 500. You know what I'm gonna put up. 500 degrees. Well, way 500. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh man. Uh, I should have put up the game 400 bars song. That you know, <laughs> 21 minutes long. Yeah. Um, I don't know if he did a 500 bars. I'm not sure. He did. It wasn't as good as uh, as the original. Uh, wait, wait, no. Because 300 was the original, and they did for He right? did 200 and 100. Well, but 300, 300 is the big one. 300 is the one where he's like the he, diss song. All he's rapping on basic Jack and beats and yes. all that. And then 400 is when he's on one beat, right? Yep. And then yeah, that one was 400 when it was like, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, all right. So, uh, but yeah, the uh, yeah, like I said, the group's growing by the day. Lots of great wrestling banter. If you are interested in joining the, the group, the Wrestling Squared Circle on Facebook. Um, what was your favorite game disc record? From that era. Probably 300 bars. 300? Either that or the down. Or also the sound scan. Sound scan was so good. Also, um... Make it fit a cat spinning the wind with your Jay Leno chin. <laughs> underrated song. I don't know if you ever heard it. It's called My Bitch. And he's dissing, like, Jay-Z. Yep, yep. Jay-Z on one version. It's like Suge Knight. And it's like 50. And it's like describing them as women. And it's like really creative. Do you remember, uh... When he rapped over... After after the Rotten Apple, I don't flopped want no out. beef with the game. After after the Rotten Apple flopped out, and then he started he wrapped over his own. <laughs> yep, that hands up, that hands up. Yes, oh man, Set hands up. Shorty want to keep it with me. Get that wash on BT channel. <laughs> and then he starts talking about how Fifty Cent is a, is a is a is a undercover is a um a, a regular yes. clothes cop uh, chasing down shoplifters on the subway. Like yes. this shit was so funny. Uh, uh, I'll take Spider, spider joke. joke. Oh my god, Spider Joke! <laughs> spider oh Joke! Oh my god! There's also one where he rapped over the A Million beat, uh, the Million. That yeah. Shit, yeah, that shit was hard. Um, like everyone of this. I think that was called the 360. Yep, the 360. Yeah. Yep. That man uh, was taking an awful fool in the early t- killing the mid two thousands. Killing him! Oh gosh. Like I remember, never... remember uh, was it two, was it like a hundred and twenty bars when he gave over Hustler's ambition? Yes, yes. He's like if, if Aftermath was a family, I was a, so I he be the little brother or something. No, he's like if Aftermath was a family, or he's basically like, if Aftermath was yeah. a family, like I, I'd be you know. I'd Fifty be, be the jealous older brother. Or yeah, some shit I'd like be that. New, I'd be Dre's newborn. You the jealous older brother. Like he's this dude is just unbelievable. Yeah, like. Like, that's one dude you don't want no rap beef with. Ever. Real beef, rap beef, none of that. Like, that dude will always be like a like a legendary, like, like he had a really, he was like a comet streaking across the sky, but like, from 2000, was it 2005 when the early 2005 when the album came out? Yeah. Documentary? 2005 to, to, like, he burnt out, like, pretty much he burnt out of LAX, but like, yeah. that, that span 
like for a good three years, like that dude, like niggas ain't want none. Like he like mixtape, a mixtape like the best monster. lyricist in rap, like like a mixtape monster, just a, just like killer disc records, like had made was one of the few guys that actually like put out a record and it was super hot. Um. For the radio, look, whatever. game was game was a dude I was talking about. Look, the, that man was the East Coast rapper, like out there in the West. Yeah, like yeah. that man was just, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, man. Like like games that documentary too. Check he, it out; it's he, dope. Any lucky enough? Any lucky enough to actually like have a great debut record, like a classic debut record? It's like so he already had a, he had outside the class with him that like off bat to like validate him. Like that dude was just special. Like that. Like, I mean, I don't know, you know, okay, so, I guess because, uh, it's SummerSlam, like, do you want to give them, like, a certain, uh, masher to, to look at? Oh yeah, yeah, we can do that. We did some last week. I did John Cena Batista. Okay, yeah. What did you do? I had picked was... Austin Undertaker as, su- I almost said SummerSlam. SummerSlam. <laughs> SummerSlam yeah. 98. Alright, let me think of one real quick. Um, how about... Brett Nolan in the cage. Uh, you can you can watch that. Uh, I'll give him one more. Um, check out The Rock versus Kurt Angle versus Triple H from 2000, where Kurt Angle is knocked the fuck out oh, yeah. three fourths of the match. The, the love triangle, right? Yep. And uh, yeah, that one's that one's pretty pretty epic. Okay, so you got two. All right, I'll. Okay, so uh, you know we do these every year, and I probably. They have uh, recommended this before, but I'm probably gonna recommend it every year until the until the sunburn outs or one of us is no longer with us or we stop doing this podcast. But, um, I uh, so I'm I'm gonna say Brett versus Bulldog in in um in England, in yep. London. Uh, that is like I believe in my I think that's the first match that I ever watched when, in real time when it happened and thought like. Huh, that match is a great match. Like, you know, you're young and you don't actually have, like, ability to discern what's good and what's not or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. that's the first match I sort of, like, indelibly remember and left the mark on me. Uh, and, uh, two, I, I, uh, mm, let's, let's do CM Punk versus, uh, Lesnar because, um, my personal greatest SummerSlam match of all time. Yeah, because I, you know, I'm 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 huge in the Brian CM Punk camp. I'm yeah. sorry, the Brian Cena camp because yeah. because of that. Like, but I'll, I'll get that some love for once. I don't want y'all to think I'm hating on that match. That match <laughs> is awesome. Um, it just it just didn't mean as much, you know. It just yeah. didn't mean as much, as, you know. That get that. I always go back to it. That them damn fireworks went off and that face. Gotcha. They damn sure got me. They damn sure got me that night. Uh, Shouts out to Chad Matthews. Uh, I'm going to interview him next week about the third release in his book. Uh, Me and James helped contribute in a chapter. Um, Basically, like the WrestleMania wine cellar. What we did was um, create vintages akin to wine of the greatest wrestlers ever to save the world from the evil aliens. So if we had to impress the aliens... We got access to a time machine to pick any wrestlers from any year to make the ultimate card. Through the WrestleMania era. Yeah, through the WrestleMania era. I mean, era. We, let, we didn't go and get Luthez. Yeah, f- 57 <laughs> Luthez and, you know, uh, you know George Hackensmith from, you know, 1910. They didn't make the discussion on this one. Yeah. but um, sorry, sorry, Vern. Yeah. <laughs> You're not going over. 
yeah, we, 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 I think we met up probably or talked about like three times all together, putting it all together. I think Chad did an excellent job in the book, summarizing it all. Make sure you guys check it out. It is the WrestleMania era book by Chad Matthews, the third edition. Looking back at it, do you think that we should have made those podcasts? Do you think those were just, yeah. I think they, it will be good to talk about it then, since the book is written no, I'm now. Saying, like, if we had gone back in time, do you yes, think if we had access to a time if machine, if we had recorded it, yeah, like the hypothetical time machine. Those are some good conversations. Like, okay. and, and he re- he reflects them like uh, in in the chapter, so oh. it's pretty cool. But um, that's gonna wrap up the show. We're a little bit deep, but uh, we don't give a fuck. Um, if you are still tripping about that page and do real shit, and you're on the internet crying, get out of your feelings. Um, Join the Wrestling Squared Circle. Follow us on Twitter. Check the columns. Uh, I don't know. Anything else? No. That's it. Don't get pulled over by the police. Um, this is One Nation Radio. James Boyd, author. <laughs>